pleasure to have Nucci Courier joining us. Uh, Ms. Courier is president of the Women's National Democratic Club, the WNDC, the meeting place for Democrats, independents, and progressives in our nation's capital. Uh, Glad to talk with her as uh, she definitely has been involved in the organization for the Women's March on Washington. Ms. Courier, thank you for joining us. Good afternoon and welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be on this show. Thank you, Leslie. First of all, we're honored to have you with us. I just want to say, Nucci, because uh, Mark uh, Grimaldi, my executive producer, gave me a little backstory. I don't know if you know, I lived in Karachi, Did and you? I adopted my son from the ED Foundation. Oh, my God. I can't believe this. Yeah, so a little connect. You and I have a little extra six degrees of separation connection. That is unbelievable. <laughs> and I've just come back from that because my 90-year-old mother lives there. Yeah, well, I heard that you had connections uh, in um, Karachi and Lahore, and I've never been right. to Lahore, but uh, yeah, Karachi and Islamabad. So uh, uh, it's, Wonderful. It, yeah, so nice to have you with us. Nice to have you with us either way, but I just wanted to give you that little piece. Um, t- t- first of all, so people that understand, because a lot of people have seen the hashtag on Twitter, people have read about a woman's march on Washington, the women's right. march on Washington, so that right. people understand what is the women's march on Washington, what is the mission, what is the goal? Oh, so I'm going to give you the definition that we have at the Women's National Democratic Club because we're not the ones who initiated this project. We are, we are teaming up with the organizers. The national team is actually based in New York, and then every single state has its own little team that's been working together. And given that it, it, it all sprang up just a few weeks ago, because everybody was gearing up for inaugural balls for Hillary Clinton. Nobody was thinking of a women's march on Washington. And so this is something which is very new and and uh, has basically been done on the fly. So the Women's National Democratic Club, the way we see it, the, and I'm the president, so many, I'm the spokesperson for the organization, the way I see it is it's not a protest. It is a show of strength by women and men who are concerned with issues related to women in this country, and I think now all over the world, because something like this is happening across the globe, um, the, the one in London I know very much about. So it, it's a show of strength, and it's, it's a call to uh, basically people to stand firm, because we are sending out a message that we do not want the rights that we have won after many hard battles that we're not going to give any of those up, because I think a lot of people are afraid that a lot of the advances that have been made are going to be pushed back. And we are not going to stand back and allow that to happen. So it's not quite a protest, but it is basically a show of strength. And, and so people understand. I saw somebody, you know, there's always going to be naysayers. And I, right. it, bo- it bothers me as a woman when women, you know, put each other down. And a woman tweeted today, and I responded, get a life. And I said, mm-hmm. you know what? These women, in my opinion, are doing something extremely in- extremely valuable with their life, which is they're using their voices, they're using their First Amendment freedom to assemble, to protest their freedom of speech, to, to, to speak, in a sense, on behalf of women who decades ago, you know, fought in various ways, you know, whether they were not allowed to vote based on the color of their skin, pre-civil rights, whether they were not allowed to vote because of their because gender. Because of that gender. And all, right. And right. all of the things that women uh, have gone through and can, currently gone through. I mean, lack of equal pay, equal pay uh, and, you know, disproportionate cost with the health care. Um, so, 
you know, when somebody says, you know, get a life, what, what do the women hope to accomplish? We know any of us marching, any of us supporting this march, that this is not going to change the inauguration of President-elect Donald Trump a week from today. Um, is, is this largely symbolic or are they hoping for more? What is their goal? What are they hoping to accomplish? I think it is largely symbolic because uh, because the because of uh, the words and actions of the president elect because of the people that he has selected on his cabinet women and and people who are concerned with women's issues are actually really afraid because if they continue on the same trend that seems to be uh, quite evident it's it's dangerous for women because it, it's how long has it taken? It's only been 96 years since we won the right to vote. We still do not have equal representation or anywhere near equal representation, either in uh, Congress or in, in, in the business world, anywhere. And so gender issues have been a big challenge in this country, and it looks like it's going to be a bigger challenge now with the kind of people who have joined um, Mr. Trump's cabinet. So I think that whatever women are trying to do, they have to do, and maybe there's more that they might they will need to do moving forward. Uh, you said that you guys weren't the ones who, who initiated this, uh, so folks knew. Who, which organization initiated it? Where did this start? So, so you know, the, the way I understand it is three or four people, women, got together immediately after uh, um, the president-elect uh, became the president-elect and made an announcement that there was going to be a million women's march. And that concept just got legs, and it spread like wildfire. Nothing had been organized or arranged. And so everything has been happening like at super speed. And each of the states have, have, have formed little groups where they're organizing, because just think of the time frame. To organize something as huge as this, it takes a lot of time. Time was something nobody had. And so everything is happening at like the super speed. And I was reading just today that there are 200 buses that have been, um, that have asked for permits uh, for the inauguration. And 1,200 buses have asked for permits for the Women's March. If that tells us something, it is that there are there is this kind of sentiment amongst women that about the importance of this event i was going to ask you what kind of numbers are expected you talked about the buses if you could put that in terms of numbers when so, we come back we're so gonna, now you know i think we're, we're, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back because i don't want to cut you off as i am doing right now for you to answer that question so hang tight we'll be back with you nucci nucci courier is president of the women's national democratic club the wndc it's the meeting place for democrats independents and progressives in the nation's capital uh, be sure to follow on twitter there's a at WNDC underscore 1922. And the handle for the Women's March on Washington is at Women's March. Back after this. 
president of the Women's National Democratic Club, the WNDC, the meeting place for Democrats, independents, and progressives in the nation's capital. And Nucci uh, has involvement in her organization, the uh, Women's National Democratic Club, involvement in organizing for the Women's March on Washington. We were talking about the mission. We were talking about who started it. And uh, Nucci, before the break, I was asking about numbers expected to come out, and you were about to uh, address that. Thank you for holding, and please do. We've heard different numbers. I think it's impossible to say how many people will show up. The numbers that I've been reading about is between 250,000 to to 300,000 women. Originally, it had been envisaged as being a million women's march. Who knows? But I can tell you, uh, one of our past presidents, Karen Shook, who has just come in from the eastern shore where she lives, she told me three busloads were coming just from the eastern shore. I have, I think, at least 10 people who are bunking in with me for those three or four nights because we are doing four days of events at the WNDC. So we start with a congressional reception on the 18th, then 19th, 20th, and 21st. Every single night, we have educational programs, we have advocacy training, we have musicians, we have dancers, we have we have all kinds of activism, all kinds of stuff happening every single night leading up to the march. And then uh, there's a breakfast um, in the morning before the march. And then after the march, there is, again, massive programming. All of this is um, available on our special web page, which has been created just for the march, which is called womensmarchevents.com. And uh, we welcome all the listeners to join us because it's going to be a very exciting four days. Women are really fired up. Women want to be involved in the civic and and, uh, life of this country, much more so today than they were, I would say, two months ago. I would agree with you there. We have some calls. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Reggie's on line three in Decatur, Georgia. Uh, Reggie, you had something that you wanted to say um, to our guest regarding this Women's March, uh, Nucci Currier, president of the Women's National Democratic Club. Reggie? Yes. <clears throat> Happy Friday to you both, you and your guest, Leslie, as well. Well, I'm just hoping that, uh, you know, that you set out to do exactly what you set out to do, and I hope you accomplished what you set out to do, because I know that the Women's March is going to be uh, civilized, peaceful, rational, and reasonable. And I just hope that you have the very best security that you guys can afford to have in case something goes wrong. And why do you have some conservative women going against, you know, their very own principles? You know, they put politics, policy, and everything else above another P-word called principle. Um, I can't, you know, answer that, but I'm sure our guest uh, can. Uh, Nucci? Yes. So in terms of security, we are very aware of the fact, and I've been getting phone calls about that, that we need to be to make sure that there is a lot of security because of the recent incidents that have happened. Uh, you, The Comet Pizza uh, incident um, that happened here in Washington, D.C., I don't know if you're aware of that. Um, because uh, there's rumor and innuendo, and then people act upon that. Yeah, and you're referring, Nucci, you are referring to the fake news of Pizzagate, outlandish claims that some pizza parlor was a front for a a pedophilia ring and trying to connect John Podesta and even Hillary Clinton and other staffers to that. And somebody came into that pizza place with a gun, thankfully did not harm anybody, but pointed it and had the intent uh, to do so until he found out that he was, his hatred was based on lies. 
Right. And so we are very aware of that, but this is meant to be a very peaceful demonstration of the strength of women and those men who are supporting the women. Um, it's all about women's rights. And it is all about not giving an inch in terms of the progress that women have made so far. But there is absolutely no question that this is a very pacifist kind of a movement. And there is nothing in it which should be considered incendiary. And we, but we're very aware of the, of, of, of the nature of um, politics these days and how, pe how people get all riled up. And that's not a place we want to be at. We want to be joyful and we want to be peaceful in moving forward. We just want, don't want to be pushed back. That's all. That is the only message we want to give. Can you um, uh, share, um, uh, first of all, um, uh, you are funding and organizing the women's marchers from the tri-state area. That's D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, uh, providing, as you mentioned, a hub for the marchers and the leaders um, of this uh, organization from all Actually, over the United States. we're not funding it. That, that's not correct. We're not funding anything. We are... We, we are, we are, when, when we say we are like the hub right. or we are the clubhouse, it's just a place. We happen to have a, a place for them to have place. these forums. So people can come and join us here. We, it's an open house that we are uh, we're hosting anybody who would want to come in. So we're, it's, we're, we're like a welcoming place for people because most of these people are coming in from out of town. A lot of people are coming in from out of town. We are providing like a safe haven. So we're not funding anything. We are not the, the original organizers. I want to make that perfectly, perfectly clear. We are equal partners with hundreds of other organizations all peaceful, all having the same message, which is that we are standing together and we are sending out this message that we are going to stand firm for our rights. That's all there is to it. Um, okay, I want I, I want to um, also uh, ask about or, or talk about so people understand rights that women fear um, that they have you know, fought for and attained all of these years that are being threatened or compromised or they fear will be eroded or eliminated going forward with uh, the uh, new president-elect, his cabinet, and having a Republican majority in the House and the Senate. Right. So many, one very obvious one is obviously uh, abortion right, rights. Then, then it is general women's health rights. Then it is, if you have misogynistic attitudes, then those permeate through the entire landscape. So then women's advancement anywhere um, is going to be curtailed. Then, then it's equal pay, meaning equal rights um, in any field we fear are going to be either under attack uh, or um, there's going to be no progress. And we just want to make sure that women and um, concerned men stand together and band together to make sure that um, none of that happens. The fears never materialize. That is, uh, that is the goal. I, I, I want... Yeah. Go ahead, continue, sorry. No, 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 carry on. What you were saying? 
Um, I, I was, you know, talking, you know, ab- about this. Um, again, I think people do view abortion or overturning Roe v. Wade as the only issue. Um, but it is, not, it is not. It is not. There's no. so many more issues that women have had to confront and, and, and fight and uh, achieve uh, rights and equality on over the years. And, and those Absolutely. those are definitely being threatened with this new administration coming in. Right, 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 right. And, and so whether it is um, discrimination in the workplace, whether it is even uh, socially the way women are viewed, whether they're viewed as objects, as sexual objects, which is what uh, the president-elect has basically told us, uh, that is how he views them. And the tone at the top is really important. If that's the tone at the top, what's going to happen to civil society? From from then on, it's it's actually a little frightening. So there are so many different issues at stake that we we can't stay silent. We have to have our voices heard. And I come from a country where women are actually playing a very dynamic role because they are. I'm talking about Pakistan. They are out in the streets. They are in the forefront, fighting every day for their rights. If the government abdicates any kind of responsibility, they are the, uh, the, the factions of civil society that actually step up and fill in those gaps. So most of the NGOs are operated and run by women. And so for me, it, this is like a very natural thing to do, to, to take a leadership role in protecting our rights if they, we fear that they are being attacked or eroded. We do need, and I hope that women remember that this is a first step, and I hope there were 300,000 or more approximately, but when, when that this is a first step because if we raise our voices and when we show up in Washington and we march and we, we, we unite as, as one um, based on our gender and show our power in numbers, our power in consumerism, we need to show our power in voting by getting out to vote in every single election. Absolutely. And, you know, the other thing that we at the WNDC are very keen on doing is to focus on education. Everybody knows that civics has been taken out of the curricula in this country. People don't know their own constitution. People don't know anything about the Bill of Rights. We are now going to initiate education for, uh, for younger people as well as MOOCs for older people where we teach them about our constitution because we have to arm people with with information, because that's the only way to fight ignorance. Uh, I, I want to also talk about something that you touched upon, nonviolence, being a way of life for courageous people and attacking forces of evil, not persons doing evil, accepting suffering without retaliation for the sake of a cause and avoiding internal violence um, as, as well as external physical violence. Can you speak to that? Yes, meaning that's, I think that is totally what we stand for, because I think violence begets violence. And if we want to be reasonable human beings, we have to forget about divisions. So I'm a complete agnostic in that uh, area, and I'm now speaking personally. Uh, I'm, um, I represent a very progressive, forward-looking organization, but here, right at this moment, I'm, I'm speaking as uh, my own person. I just think that if we 
completely associate ourselves with a segment of society which is, happens to be gender specific and which ha which does not take into account either religion or any other divisions um, race color culture any of those and we just stand united as gender specific human beings or those who are um, in support of, of this particular group, which happens to be women uh, in this uh, situation, there is no way we won't win. And there is there's no reason for there to be violence. And, and But, you know, that is our viewpoint. I don't know whether there are other groups who, who uh, would go along with that. I think also for those out there that are marching, obviously they're not in favor of the election of Donald Trump as president. Otherwise, they wouldn't be marching specifically for the inauguration of this man. Right. And right. I think um, all, um, maybe not, not all, most, if not all, uh, maybe not all wanted Hillary Clinton to be their president. Maybe they voted for Gary Johnson. They were a Bernie supporter. Right, right, uh, right. But they're not a Trump supporter. And, and, right. and, and one of the things, if they did support Hillary, even a Jill Stein, but if they supported Hillary especially— and, and she spoke when she gave her concession speech to the, all the little girls out there. You know, I'm a mom. I have an 8-year-old and a 9-year-old, my 9-year-old son, my 8-year-old daughter. And we, we have, I feel, as women, a responsibility to set an example for our daughters by lifting our voices, by marching, by voting, by making a difference. And quite frankly, we're the majority of the population in both the United States and the world, and we need people to see, you know, we're loud, we're proud, and our numbers are strong, and we need to stop being shrinking violets. Absolutely, and that is such a crucial message for young girls. Because Hillary Clinton set an example just by being herself. Each one of us, what you do, what I do, what anybody who is out there doing something in the world, we are the people who are setting examples for, 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 for young girls that they can be anything that they want to be. So this, it's a very powerful message. And I think, and I know, for instance, that a lot of people are bringing their mothers, their daughters, uh, to this march because it, there's a message inherent in it which is a very positive one, that we are a strong force and we, are, we, we can do anything that we, would, we want to do and we will not allow anything to stop it. We are going to keep striving. Are these marches taking place? This is a woman's march on Washington, so obviously it's taking place in our nation cap nation's capital. Right. But are there offshoots in other cities that may not they be close are. to the East most, Coast? Most major cities in the United States have them happening. London has it, and I think there are other. Well, London. Uh, so it's not. This is not just London. a national thing. Okay. No, because they're doing it out of solidarity for their sisters here in the United States. Because I think that there was a huge amount of disappointment. It, it just look at the number of. Um, heads of state that uh, we've had in the world, and if I just look at the Indian subcontinent, there are four countries, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, and Sri Lanka, who've all had heads of state. Um, across Europe, you'll see it. Across Latin America, you'll see it. Across Africa, you'll see it. Why should North America not have had this happen until now? Uh, very and good. So, yeah, very right? good point. We thank we thank you for joining us. We are out of time, but we very much thank you for being with us. Uh, check out the WNDC's link for their Women's March events. That's www.womensmarchevents.com. The national website for the Women's March on Washington is www.womensmarch.com. On Twitter, 
the WNDC's handle. Follow them there at WNDC underscore 1922. And the handle for the Women's March on Washington is at Women's March.